Hello and welcome to the first Plum Line Hour. Um, my name is Miguel Hayworth for those who haven't joined us. Um, last week we were covering the LCJ um, Lausanne Consultation for Jewish Evangelism and how they're tied into a wider ecumenical group because they're part of the Lausanne movement. Last week I was covering various names and I clue YWAM. What I didn't explain was that YWAM have a group for uh, Catholic YWAM members and it's called Kerygma. Now you can Google this. Um, that's been running for some years um, as a means of trying to reach out to the uh, Catholic youth. And so they created a specialised group and um, that was specifically for the Roman Catholics who wanted to be involved with YWAM. Um, there's a bit of a story behind that but um, this week we'll be looking at um, Thomas Wang's role in um, the global consultation world evangelism. Now in 1989 um, there was a compilation of articles which were prepared for the Singapore global consultation world evangelization meeting. Thomas Wang and Rod, uh, quoted Ralph Winter who is um, the founder of WEC, W-E-C, um, and he says, We believe there are ample evangelical resources to make a serious attempt to plant the church within every, every people group by the year 2000. We believe that the, end, um, the very end of history may be therefore near. Thomas Wang, um, that was by the year 2000, uh, in towards AD 2000 beyond, page 2. Um, going back to the article written about the uh, by the Lausanne Consultation for Jewish Evangelism, they state, and to quote them, but it's interesting that historic meeting of leaders of believers in Jesus like this was placed, was held in a place like Sheol, not Jerusalem, where it all began. The Lausanne Consultation on Jewish Evangelism and the Lausanne Consultation on World Evangelization um, was reporting that in 1980, um, and this was coined to Juice Cheese in Australia, they stated that the Lausanne Committee on World um, Evangelism uh, sponsored the Consultation on World Evangelization in Pattaya, Thailand. This was to help the LCJ reaching Jews. It was one of the 17 mini consultation groups in that event and it says that the enthusiasm of the leaders in the field of Jewish evangelism who had attended to expand the network gave rise to the formation of a task force now called the Lausanne Consultation on Jewish Evangelism, the LCJ. The LCOWE is the parent body of the LCJE and was launched in 1980 and according to the LCJE the 1983 paper commissioned by the Lausanne Consultation of World Evangelism, the LCWE, passionately pleaded for more cooperation in the body since the LG LCJE is connected to the LCWE. It also quotes that the independence of church is bad, 
cooperation with the church is better. Service as an arm of the church is best. So, what they're saying is that uh, autonomy is, is a bad thing. We should have cooperation unity. Um, and that is a clear ecumenical statement. Now, they were at that point quoting from John Stott. And his theological, he was, uh, theological, um, prem, it was permeable to the cooperation in world evangelization. And this was handbook on church parachurch relationships. On an occasional paper of the Lausanne Constitution uh, for World Evangelization in 1983, the LCJ is against biblical separatism over doctrine. They do not want to remain independent from the LCWE. This quote is intended um, for the unity of all denominations, including Roman, the Roman Catholic Church, Greek Orthodox and Lutheran, etc. To say that Lausanne Constitution Jewish Evangelism is connected to the LCWE is that they have the same ecumenical spirit. Then again, this is linking with the Roman Catholic Church. Now, the Lausanne Constitution for World Evangelization or Evangelism felt strongly enough about cooperation between church and parachurch groups that in 1983 it commissioned 10 scholars to do a careful analysis of the subject. Now, they also stated that in 1983, the paper commissioned by the Lausanne Consultation of World Evangelism or Evangelization, as um, they come under two names, passionately pleaded for more cooperation within the body since the LCJ is connected to the LCWE, using material from its paper. It's a good place to start this examination. Here's a quote, a quotation from the occasional paper that relates to us. They say, yet we do share the same biblical faith, uh, yet we who share the same biblical faith should be closely united in fellowship, work and witness. And they say, we confess our testimony has sometimes been married by sinful individualism and needless dupl um, duplication. So we don't want to separate from Rome. Um, it's sinful that all the denominations are running autonomously uh, and we're not working together in cooperation. And they say, we pledge ourselves to seek a deeper unity in truth, worship and mission. That's something that I found within transformational theology. They talk about these, using that same language and the exact same thing. And this whole thing about mission is a, a, a deceit. Um, they say we urge the deployment of strategic planning for mutual encouragement and the sharing of resources and experiences. The question is who with exactly? Um, so the Lausanne Constitution for Jewish Evangelism wants cooperation within the body, uh, sorry, cooperation in its body with the LCWE as they share the same biblical faith and wants to be closely united with them in fellowship. That's what the LCJ says. So, Alan Fruttenbaum, Tovia Zertsky, um, and a whole host of Messianic groups that are linked to this um, come under this statement. How can we share the same biblical faith as the Roman Catholics, the Lutherans, the Greek Orthodox, etc.? And they say, 
We want deeper unity, worship and mission in order that we can have a development strategic planning. Uh, mutual encouragement, sharing resources and experiences. The LCJE are closely united with the LCWE in fellowship, regardless of the ecumenical history of the LCWE. The LCWE has, an ecu has ecumenical relations with the Roman Catholic Church, as well as the uh, World Council Churches. The LCJE admittedly share the sa uh, say, we share the same biblical faith. Now Lausanne states, an important event took place on June 19th. Now, Dr. Norberto uh, Saracco, the Lausanne International Deputy Director for Latin America, was one of the organizers. He says, to quote, this is directly from Lausanne, and the LCJE say we share the same biblical faith. Now, this is what they say. It was important for what the Catholic Church represents in Latin America because of the growth of the Evangelical Church. Evangelical and Catholic Charismatics overwhelmed by the facilities of the Lunar Park to pray by the unity of the Christians. Guided by the preacher of the Pontifical House, Raniel Castameza. Uh, and the shepherd of the evangelical church of reconciliation um, they say the ecumenical demonstration counted with the participation of the primate of argentina cardinal george uh, gogolo buenos aires who received the his knees received on his knees the blessing of the seven thousand persons that were in that place the motto of the encounter organised by the community of renewed of evangelical and Catholics and the Holy Spirit, Cressus, was the that all of them may be one so that the world may believe. The LCJ states, and this is Tobias Zersky, who's like leader of the LCJ, also one of the leaders within Juice Jesus states. If the LCJ could foster these attitudes between missions and congregations based the reasons for the lack of cooperation to get over the competition that exists, we'll achieve more for the Kingdom of God. Now referring to the consultation Thailand, the LCWE stated that a change is now called for in our attitudes that one, um, to one another that we strive side by side for the faith and the gospel. Another statement in the paper reminded of the reasons that Christianity is based on religion of uh, religion race relationships. Relationships of deeper significance in organizational structure and identity. The struggle for the pre preservation of organized identity must not be permitted to disrupt spiritual relations relationships, whatever our rights may be. And they say, the LCW urged that we need to repent of the spiritual pride and selfishness that we often appears to be at the root of deteriorating relationships. Why would I want to build a relationship with the Roman Catholic Church? And yet the LCJ directly comes under this. Uh, that's why I was urging uh, Alfred Rottenbaum to come out of the LCJ and we were, they were contacted. Um, and um, it was quite stubborn to refuse to separate on, on these matters.
Now, um, the, the Los Angeles Stage Jewish Evangelism meets um, in Dallas, and when they met in Dallas, they reported, and this was a guy called Jim uh, Silberley. He was the coordinator of Jewish missions for the Southern Baptist Convention. Southern Baptist Convention, you can um, um, Google uh, the sort of link between the Southern Baptist Convention and the Freemasons. Now, Southern Baptist Convention is ecumenical. On another site, it says, under the Southern Baptist Convention, welcome 55 conferences, and this was according to the United States PapalVisit.org website, so Catholic website. And so, we welcome 55 conferences um, with a brief history of the long ministry of First Baptist pastor W.A. Criswell, highlighting Criswell's love of, Jewish, uh, of the Jewish people and his firm commitment to taking the gospel of the Messiah to them. Under Shelby's leadership, member of Messianic congregations are planned around the United States of America, America. Several of these congregational leaders were in tents for the first time at the LCJ North America Conference represented congregations in Oklahoma, St. Louis and Chicago. What was the criteria for joining the LCJ? Now there's, there's the wider uh, push towards this unity would stem from the uh, whole issue around Davidic worship. Now, the uh, as a side note, you've got the Catholic Federation, which is uh, run by a Catholic priest called Matteo. Matteo is appointed by the Vatican, which he oversees what's going on amongst the Catholic Charismatics. And within that um, David ministry of Davidic worship, uh, and part of the Catholic fraternity group, you've got people like um, well-known uh, Messianic composer like Paul Wilbur and uh, Don Moen, and there's many of us. Rick Joyner is part of it, and they they were all gathering together. Yeah, you've got groups like Integrity Music, and um, it's also interesting that what I found out is the part of Integrity Music as part of the Catholic Federation group. Um, you had Rob Evans of the Donut Man. Now if you don't know who he is, he wrote the song um, you know, I'm the branches oh it's it. She said we are here's the branches, I'm we are the clay, mow me, make me and and then the theme tune says, Change my heart, oh God let it ever um I can't exactly remember the words but um he recently became a Roman Catholic, and yet he's entertained children in evangelical churches. And what led him into the Catholic Church was his experience when he started reading uh, books written by Thomas Aquinas. It convinced him to um, join the Catholic Church. Now getting on to the subject of what is the criteria for joining the LCJE. Now according to the Sand Consultation of Jewish Evangelism, the LCJE since 2006, an agreement with the Lausanne Covenant is required for membership in the LCJE. Now, the Lausanne Covenant isn't, doesn't belong to the LCJE. Um, it belongs to the LCWE, because it's, it's the Lausanne Covenant itself. It's not the uh, Jewish Evangelism Covenant, it belongs to the Lausanne Movement. 
Now this is required for membership in the LCJ. Their ecumenical statement is this. They say, therefore, in the light of this our faith, our resolve, we enter in solemn covenant with God and with each other. Each other. The, with Rome, with the Lutheran Church, Greek Orthodox. I'll continue to read. To pray and plan and work together for evangelization of the whole world. Now, that term evangelization is not an evangelical term. It is a Catholic term, like the word salvivic. It is also a Catholic term. It is not used by evangelicals. It's the Church of Rome that came up with the whole theme. Evangelization. Um, we call upon others to join us. May God help us in this grace uh, for his glory to be faithful to this, our covenant. The LCJ admittedly accepts the same covenant as the Roman Catholic Church who accepts also accepts the same covenant. Because the Catholic priests that sign the same covenant. This shows the Vatican has no problems with it, in keeping with many other denominations. The League... The, sorry, the language used in the Lausanne Covenant is the same language used by plenty of Catholic organisations such as the Marian Community Reconciliation. Now when, um, you know, that, that quote where I said, therefore in the light of the whole, uh, this our faith we resolve and enter into a solemn covenant with God and to each other and pray and plan to get, uh, work together. Now this is the most important quote. They say for the evangelization of the whole world in the LCJ and the uh, LCJ, the covenant they come under. The evangelization of the whole world. Now, these Catholic groups say the Mary Community of Reconciliation, to quote them, which is our, uh, which give our entire lives freely to the evangelization of the whole world. A letter from Mary's torch by mail on the occasion of the election of Pope Benedict, quote, we were amazed at the mir uh, miracles of our own changing for the better and the whole church restoring the splendor of her truths and for uh, vitality. And then they say, I'm um, forever among her members for the evangelization of the whole world. The Archdiocese of Denver, the Marian Community of Reconciliation, states, um, they live out the apostolate availability, dedicate themselves entirely to the evangelization of the whole world. They're using the same language as the Catholic Church in the San Covenant that Arnold Fruchtenbaum, Xavier Zertsky, and uh, many of the Messianic groups are coming under this mission for the evangelization of the whole world. The Pontical Society of the Propagation of Faith to increase spiritual mutual assistance between particular churches with particular attention to the exchange of the apostolate personnel with a view to the evangelization of the whole world. The Vatican, the Holy See website, Vatican.va, the Catholic Church as as an evangelization, uh, evangelization evangelizing, uh, community. It says, um, Jesus Christ himself referred to the unity of the church and as an aspect that compels and strengthens mission, that all may be one. Indeed, the Catholic Church is the hemisphere that can offer to the evangelization of the whole world. Um, the 
Affirmation of the Lausanne Covenant 1974 clearly outlined in the article the International Renewal Mission, July 1st, 2001, called the Ecumenical Affirmation on Mission and Evangelism, written by Jean S. Stromberg, the Executive Director of the U.S. Office of the World Council of Churches. Now, according to Jean S. Stromberg, have produced a significant documents on mission and evangelism, such as the Lausanne Covenant in 1974. This also states that the Nairobi Assembly, the moderator of the, the Central Committee, M.M. Thomas, devoted a section of his report to the topic of evangelism, noting um, theological um, convengence in the results of the Bangkok World Mission Conference in 1973. The International Congress on World Evangelization in Lausanne 1974, the Bishop Synod in Rome on the Evangelization of the Modern World. 1974 and the Orthodox meeting in Bucharest in 1974 on Confessing Christ Today. The Lausanne Covenant. What is the Covenant? Under the Lausanne Covenant it states we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ and War then 150 nations, participants in the International Congress on World Evangelization in Lausanne, at Lausanne. Uh, the religion online-online.org states, the International Congress on World Evangelization was held at Lausanne, Switzerland. It was a gathering of over 2,400 participants belonging to 135 Protestant denominations from 150 countries. Half the participants were from the third world. Some hoped, while others feared that Lausanne would usher in a global organization in opposition to the World Council of Churches. This did not happen. Instead, evangelicals were challenged to rethink their theological position in regard to mission. Lausanne proved to be a new beginning. As far as the evangelicals were concerned in re-evaluating the missionary, theology and relationship to the ecumenical movement. Religion on Online is an organization that contains more than 6,000 articles and chapters. Both in the speeches and the statements of Lausanne, there was a note of repentance. John Stott, a leading evangelical theologian and New Testament scholar from Britain, said at Lausanne, I do not propose to put a few ecumenical skittles in order to knock them down with well-aimed evangelical ball, without well-aimed evangelical balls. So we can all applaud our victory. We all know that during the last few years, especially upon between Uppsala and Bangkok, ecumenical evangelical relations hardened to something like a confrontation. I have no wish to worsen the situation. I hope in my paper to strike a note of evangelical repentance from any uh, it means from any separation from um, ecumenical relations regards to Rome and other denominations. We have some important lessons to learn from our evangelical uh, critics. Some of their rejection of our position is not a uh, repetition of biblical truth but rather of our evangelical characteristics uh, characters of it. Lausanne was a reproduction of several of the criticism raised by McGavin 
against the World Council of Churches. Understanding the of mission and like the conference in Bangkok, it came to a comprehensive understanding of salvation that it was the great step in the narrowing of the gulf between the evangelicals and the ecumenicals. David Bosch um, observed, The Lausanne Covenant is one of the most remarkable evangelical documents of the, most, uh, of the recent decades, one which will widen the with, where a wide spectrum of Christians can identify and inter alia because of the comprehensive and unpolemical nature. Much of what he affirms differs only slightly from the World Council Church's position at the time. Now here are the flaws in the Lausanne Covenant and this is what um, I uh, highlighted. Um, the flaws in the Lausanne Covenant, it's not clear, uh, the reason why, because the Lausanne Covenant is not clear black and white. And what they state and mean are two different things. This covenant was created by the Executive Director, U.S. Office of the World Council of Churches, shows the covenant's clear ecumenical plan. Now, the authority and the power of the Bible under that, he says, he illuminates the minds of uh, God's people in every culture to perceive the truth freshly through their own eyes, and thus di discloses to the whole church ever more many-coloured wisdom of God. Rome. Uh, would not have an issue, would not have issues with statement. Within Lausanne Covenant and Lausanne itself, this includes the Ancient Communion, Assyrian Church of the East, Eastern Orthodox Church, Oriental Orthodox Church, the Roman Catholic Church, the Latin Rite, Eastern Catholic Churches, other churches that call themselves Catholic, Roman, continuing and independent Anglican, Orthodox pre-Lutheran Protestants, Lutheranism, Reformed Churches, Presbyterianism, Congregationalist Churches, Anabaptists, Brethren, Methodists, um, uh, Pettis and Holy Holiness Churches, Baptists, some Baptists, Apostolic Churches, um, Charismatics, Neo-Charismatics Churches, African Initiated Churches, United and Uniting Churches, Religious Society of Friends, which are the Quakers, um, Restorationism, Stone Ca uh, Campbell Movement, Southern um, Cotas, Millerites, and Comparable Groups, Sacred Name Groups, Bible Student Groups, Anglo-Israelism, and Messianic Jewish Groups. The uniqueness and universe, uh, universally of Christ. It says in the Lausanne Covenant, all men and women are perishing because of sin, but God loves everyone. I put that in uh, an underlining uh, statement, but God loves everyone. Not wishing that all should perish, but that all should repent. Rome would not have problems with statement. Nowhere does it state in the uh, state this in the Bible that um, a holy God um, loves absolutely everybody um, to the extent that many people see no distinction between a believer and an unbeliever in the way that God loves them. The Bible teaches that God can only love those whom chastens, in other words, God can only love his children.
For God to love the unbeliever, it has a condition, and that condition is upon the blood of Christ. We are adopted into his household, we become children of the Most High God through adoption, and then we are, we have, we are loved by God to that extent. There is a separate kind of love. You have the intimate love that God has towards only exclusively to his children, and there is another type of love that Christ laid down his life for the world. That God's desire is that none should perish. It's a different type of love. That's not an intimate love. We have, as believers, our intimate uh, our love is intimate with God because we know him, but the unbeliever doesn't have that intimate loving relationship with, with, uh, uh, with God for the reason that they remain impure, they remain lost uh, unto Christ, they remain to be, um, because they're impure and unholy. Um, I've done a study on this, it's more than 30 pages, um, so, but I won't get into it too much. Um, because I, want, I don't want to detract from the nature of the Lausanne Covenant. Now, uh, Rome would not have the state uh, problem with this statement because Rome also teaches that God loves everyone, um, no matter who they are. Uh, so, this, uh, like I said, with the Lausanne Covenant, it's not black and white. It's designed to encompass every denomination every stream of Christianity that because the majority holds the same view and so well, why can't we you know why can't we work together why can't we have ecumenism out of this um, the nature of evangelism they say to evangelize is to spread the good news that Jesus died for our sins nothing wrong with that we can agree with that we ra uh, was raised from the dead according to the scriptures um, that's nothing we can agree and that is resigning the Lord now offers forgiveness of sins and liberating gift of the Holy Spirit to all who repent and believe that is scriptural there, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that statement our Christian presence in the world is indispensable to evangelism anyway um, we're gonna have to take a break we're at the half hour point and I'll continue um, um, you know, the, uh, the statements concerning the Sun Covenant and the nature of the Covenant. Uh, God bless you. Please um, come back and join us after the break. Hi, welcome back um, to the first Palm Wine Hour. Going to continue uh, reading from the Evil Sun Covenant. It says, But evangelism it's, itself is the proclamation of the history of biblical Christ as Saviour and Lord, with the view to persuade people to come to Him personally and so to be reconciled to God. We have no problem with that. In um, issuing the Gospel, um, invitation we have no uh, liberty to conceal the cost of discipleship Jesus uh, still calls us um, all who will follow him to deny themselves take up the cross um, which we don't have a problem with that now we're coming to the problem 
and they say and identify themselves with his new community the ecumenical one the uh, results of evangelism includes obedience to Christ there's no issue with that this is the issue um, incorporation into his church and responsible service in the world that's the whole point of evangelization Rome would have no problem with that statement um, this so-called new community is something that Dwight Longenecker, a former evangelical states but the Pope calls all Christians to profound conversation of the heart in order for ecumenism to take place in this ecclesiastical unimpsent he writes there can be no ecumenism worthy of the name without a change of heart personally as well as communally each one has to change his way of looking at things and he calls Catholics Orthodox and Protestants to move forward into a new reformation of the church the second Vatican Council connecting renewal conversation reform states that Christ summons the whole church to a continued reformation the Pope calls for the whole church to join in a quest for a new kind of Christianity in which all, Christian, all Christians can once more unite now um, according to Dwight Langenecke he goes on and he's in, in the book Path to Rome he says as Vatican II really gets into the bloodstream of the church the old doctrinal and liturgical misunderstandings will disappear also disappear at a grassroots sorry at a grassroots level Catholics will become more evangelical and evangelicals will become more Catholic Lynn Jolly points out in her essay that Tillich referred to the era of reform rather than the churches of the Reformation and as one Catholic bishop has remarked the era of reform is over this whole thing that they stated before in the Lausanne movement and in the LCJ that separation is a sin we need unity um, the church and evangelicalism um, section 6 of the Lausanne Covenant it says and this is what the the uh, Masonics would have you sign who are in the LCJ that says in the church's mission of sacrificial service evangelism is primary then it says world evangelization requires the whole church and what they mean by the whole church it's not uh, whether you're an Anglican or a Lutheran they mean the Roman Catholic Church the Anglican the Greek Orthodox the Lutheran the Baptist the Methodist etc the whole church to take the whole gospel to the whole world Rome would definitely align, uh, align itself with this statement um, section 7 of the Lausanne Covenant um, here's, here's the problem we affirm the church's visible unity which is a false unity but then it says in truth is God's purpose evangelism also summons us to unity because our oneness strengthens our witness our oneness strengthens our witness and what exactly is our oneness again uniting denominations with Rome just as our disunity undermines the gospel of reconciliation actually that's not true 
because the Bible teaches separation from that which is false so that we can have a true gospel of a true uh, the true nature reconciliation rather than a counterfeit one we recognize however that organizations uh, organizational unity may take many forms and does not necessarily forward evangelism yet we who share the same biblical faith should look closely uh, should be closely united in fellowship do we serve the same biblical faith as the roman catholic church that's a question you need to ask um, and that's the question I asked Arnold do we share the same biblical faith as the Roman Catholic Church because that's what the Lausanne Covenant puts us under uh, it's making the statement and that's what it means it doesn't mean the biblical faith we hold to but it's it's a counterfeit thing um, most there are lots of ecumenical churches out there and groups that would say they're biblical but they're not now they say work and witness we confess that our testimony has sometimes been marred by sinful individualism and needless duplication it's a sin to practice separation from that which is false it's a sin to separate ourselves from Rome it's a sin to separate ourselves from other denominations we should be working together we pledge ourselves to seek deeper unity in truth, worship, holiness and mission. We urge for development of regional and functional cooperation for the furtherance of Christ, the Church's mission. For strategic planning, mutual encouragement of the sharing of resources and experience. Do we share the same experience as a Catholic priest? Do we share the same experience as the Christian mystics? I wonder. Rome certainly has no problems with this statement, and by nature, this is very clear and strong ecumenical statement. The urgency of the evangelistic task, section 9 of the Lausanne Covenant. They say, more than 2.700 million people, which is more than two-thirds of all humanity, have yet to be evangelised. We are ashamed, we are ashamed that so many have been neglected. It is a standing rebuke to us and the whole church and to the whole church. There is now, however, many parts in the world that an unprecedented uh, uh, receptivity to the Lord Jesus Christ. We are convinced that this is the time for churches and parachurches agency to pray earnestly for the salvation of the unreached to launch new efforts and to achieve world evangelization again that is a catholic term not um, an evangelical church term so Rome would have no problems in the statement that the world world evangelization is the Vatican's goal in order to turn men and women into good Roman Catholics there are some um, of the examples and statements from the Lausanne Covenant and my advice is that people should not sign themselves up to it. The Lausanne, um, the LCJ, sorry, the Lausanne Consultation, uh, sorry, the Lausanne Consultation for Jewish Evangelism has ties to the ecumenical movement. The LCJE have been trying to reconcile Jewish evangelism to the Roman Catholic Church. 
the LCJ is trying to get Catholics involved since 2002. Now Susan Perlman, she's the communication director for Juice Jesus, focused on media report in several areas for the past year. She says, the Jewish Roman Catholic statement on the lack of the need to take the gospel to the Jews which came out in August 2002. So here they're trying to get the Church of Rome, trying to encourage them to get mobilised into reaching the Jews. But the Church of Rome uh, refused. Um, so that's why they're criticising the Church of Rome because you're not taking the gospel out to the Jews. And my question then is, does the Church of Rome have the gospel? And why would you spend all that money and wasted energy in trying to mobilise the Catholic Church in order to do evangelism. Reports in the media on the demographics used and US, United States and write-ups which have appeared about Juice Cheese's five-year bold Your Guard campaign and conducted all major cities of the world. Conducted in all major cities of the world with Jewish populations of over 25,000 both these favourable and those written in anti-missionary groups. Having written a 500-page book exposing the UK Hope 2008 ecumenical interfaith movement to unite all denominations and work with other faith groups, I've received an email from, uh, there was a guy called Adrian Glasspool, who wrote uh, to me, he said, oh, he wrote to First Plum Line, but he said, um, Recently, you sent me your ebook and the web links, and some things I have uh, just left me confused. I wonder if you could perhaps please help me. As an active member of the LCJE, I do not record, uh, recall seeing anyone from your organisation at our meetings. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't need to go to the meetings in order to get flavour of what ecumenism is about. For that matter, I don't need to read Mein Kampf to know that Mein Kampf is bad for me. Um, that there is so much evil in, in, in the book. Uh, but we know from the uh, statements which were written directly from the LCJ that there were ecumenical ties. Now, Adrian Glasspool says, correct me if I'm wrong, you have my previous address and I wonder if you'd be so kind to tell me your source. You feel that you are the person to denounce ministries and people f uh, about whom you know little or nothing firsthand. That is um, detracting from the, the issue of the LCJ. Um, he calls it gossiping and so gossiping is sinful. Gossiping against your brothers and sisters in Messiah is even more so. This is not gossiping. I'm quoting word for word out of LCJ publications directly from the horse's mouth. This is what they say. So are we saying that Tovi Zertsky is a liar? Or those that are writing these publications in the journals produced by the LCJ, are they lying? Are they, you know, how can it be gossip if it's fr from straight from the actual source? And you can go to the website, click on the links, read the information for yourself. Um, he said, perhaps you can at least meet with those whom you denounce before denounce them. Would that be more honest, like, uh, therefore, more like uh, Yeshua? Jeez. Well, we have actually contacted them, but they stonewalled us, which isn't helpful. Um, it says, Sirs, what 
Ever you may think it's your ministry, I do not recall about reading the ministry of tearing down. Um, when we read Galatians, there's, um, it talks about separation. So it talks about separatism. In Ephesians 5.11 it says, Do not participate in fruit works dance, but rather expose them. Um, the scripture says, um, you know, cast down imaginations and every high place that exalts itself uh, above the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Um, anything that opposes and contrary to what the apostles teach is to be opposed. What do he said? Adrian Glasswell then says, "What do remembering?" Uh, reading is that when we have genuine love for each other the world will know who we follow flip side this cause if you have no love for your believers then you do not fully sure you resort to uh, doubtless to be that we are not true believers that though it is a dreadful thing to say maybe should the special insight to whether a person is truly a believer I'm not actually bringing to question whether someone saved or not in Matthew's chapter 7 we find that um, you know by the fruit you shall know them and it says can uh, good fruit come out of a corrupted tree a tree that grows thorns and thistles can you get good fruit out of that or can a corrupt tree produce good fruit now if the root of the lasagne lcje is lasagne that is corrupted then the fruit is rotten so he says, I shall not expect a response, doubtless what uh, you will now denounce me as some kind of heretic. Um, this does not bother me in the least. You just need to know that your ebook and website are offensive to the extreme and is based not on truth but on judgmentalism, shame on you. You know, these are the top type of people. I mean it's like what David Cloud wrote. Um, when Bible believing Christians take on the word of God and measure leaders, churches, denominations, movement today by it. Ecumenical types inver invertibly charge them with a lack of love, like Adrian did. And uh, a woman recently wrote to me and said, You preach separatism, what about unity? You preach heresy, what about love? From what I viewed on your website, you hold as high as the Bible itself. Seems similar to his statement. You know, your website's extreme, expense to the stream. It's not based on truth, but judgmentalism, shame on you. This woman is saying the same thing. The lady was upset about our preaching, and instead of explaining our alleged er error, which in the same instance, Adrian Glasspool didn't do that. He didn't explain to him what my alleged error was. He just criticised my, my approach to the subject. Um, this lady charged us with lack of love and in spite of her own haughty and incredibly judgmental attitude towards me to this brainwashed generation the negative aspects of biblical Christianity are unloving to carefully test things by the Bible is unloving to warn of false gospel is unloving to mark and avoid teachers is mean-spirited and unloving to preach a high and holy standard of Christian living is unliving legalism. To discipline heretics is unliving. A few years ago, Jack Van Imp rejected biblical separatism and went over to the ecumenical philosophy. He said, Let's forget our labels and come together in love. And the Pope called for it that 
and I have 400 verses in love. Till I die, I will proclaim nothing but love for my brothers and sisters in Christ. My Catholic brothers and sisters, Protestant brothers and sisters, Christian Reformed, Lutheran, I don't care what label you are. By all this, all men shall know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. Similar to what Adrian Glasspool said about, you know, uh, not tearing thing, not tearing ministries down. Uh, to show love, we show the world that we are his disciples because we have love one to another. Love does not tolerate sin. Love does not tolerate uh, compromise. Love warns. It also uh, tries to rescue people and snatch people out of the fire. Um, Adrian's support for the ecumenical interfaith hope 2008. Adrian Glasspool says, During my 24 hours on January 9th, I couldn't help the feeling of loneliness. Manchester, UK is a wonderful place. Many church groups are friendly, and yet loneliness is killing people. See, separation is bad. It's sinful. We shouldn't have separation. Adrian Glasspool's involvement with the Ecumenical Interfaith Salvation Army um, and uh, the section, uh, please refer to the section on Jews Chiefs on the website because there's, uh, there's a lot of information there but many of you have been interested to hear that the newly appointed National Evangelist Encourager trainer at the CMJ the church's ministry amongst Jewish people is on a roll at the Bristol Citadel Corps and the Salvation Army. Now, one thing that the Salvation Army do have is um, free Freemason uh, lodges that they run for Salvation Army members who are Freemasons. I've been covering this since my correspondence with the United Grand Lodge of England. This can be all verified through through them if you would contact them they're quite open and they will give you the information now um, he tells me um, he is very much involved with the ecumenical faith and local evangelical alliance and the more than gold initiative concerned church army's ministry at this year's commonwealth games and keeps in touch with number of staff at the uh, central north dhq Adrian Glasspool is part of the LCJ, which is admittingly ecumenical. Now, according to the website LasanneWorldPulse.com, it reports that the Lausanne Constitution Jewish Evangelism met on the 19th to the 24th of August 2007 for its 8th International Conference by Lake Balaton in, in Hungary. The worldwide network brought together over 160 participants from 18 countries representing 16 agencies and congregations involved in Jewish evangelism. Notable of the meeting was the participation of Doug Birdsall, the executive chair for the Lausanne Committee for World Evangelization. The sponsoring body for the 1980 Pattaya uh, Consultation World Evangelization from which the LCJE was launched. The World Council of Churches reports Dr. Fry, uh, Olaf uh, Feisky Tavet, General Secretary for the World Council Church, reported When Dr. Doug Bursell came to my office several, uh, some months ago, he invited me to come here um, in, and greet dear friends in the Lausanne movement. 
I was uh, again reminded what it was all about. The historic invitation is a sign of God has called us to the ministry of reconciliation and to evangelism. I am honoured to be here with a delegation from the World Council of Churches to greet you on behalf of the Global Fellowship of Orthodox Protestant, Old Catholic, Anglican and Pentecostal member churches that many of you belong to these churches. Ever since I read, read the Lausanne Covenant created by the World Council of Churches, you, you have decided to be a member of the LCJE. For the first time when I was 15 year old, years old, I was struck by the clarity of its vision. We're called to share the gospel of reconciliation with all. That was a statement from the World Council Churches. They say all churches need to be strong, uh, need a strong commitment to the ethos of the Lausanne movement in order to stand together. We are together uh, continuing our celebration and the commemoration of the Edinburgh 1910 Cape Town via Edinburgh 2010, which I see that we share uh, a common vision of the holistic mission of God. I'm very encouraged, encouraged by how evangelical, evangelicals, churches and individuals share our calling as the World Council Churches addresses the needs of the whole human being and the whole of creation. And yet, this is the area where I was saying earlier in last week's presentation that Paul Wilkinson didn't uh, doesn't really talk about this area. It seems to be omitted. Um, the San Constitution Jewish Evangelism focuses on the same mission. They say, according to the LCJ, they say we celebrate next year's century of the first ecumenical conference, Edinburgh, nineteen ten. There was something I found um, very interesting within the LCJE um, and it was something I wanted to highlight was um, within this um, Daniel Nessim from Children People Ministries was at the uh, saying how wonderful the Sanford uh, conference at Cape Town was it was a real eye-opener um, Tobi Zersky was intense there and they were reflecting on um, the third global Lausanne consultation world evangelization and um, there was a presentation given by Mitch Glazier now there was um, there's a guy um, that was involved with that I'm trying to find his statement if I can his name was Justin Cron. Now, Justin Cron um, is involved with uh, Chosen People Ministries. Now, he's actively involved with that. But he, uh, they say, is he believing Yeshua? Yes, he is. But he was on the staff at Willow Creek, Illinois, with Bill Hybels. And more to the point, he's linked to Lynn Hybels, who campaigns with the pro-Palestinian Christian movement. She spends time with uh, Swami uh, Sami Awad, director of the Holy Trust, uh, Holy Land Trust. Now, I spoke to, I left a message uh, to Mr. Awad because he lectures at the um, Bible Institute in Jerusalem, I think it is, and he was on Revelations TV, which fake, uh, featured Jacob Presk, and I asked him, "How can you say?" 
because he was talking about this this whole aspect of Islam and he kept giving reference to uh, Muslims being our brothers and sisters and I said well how can you say there are brothers and sisters you don't make a distinction in humanity that may be so through Adam but you know you're not making a distinction spiritually they can't be because they deny who Jesus Christ is they don't believe God has a son now Lim Hybels is a regular contributor to the Soul Journals a journalist magazine and Jim Willis is not an aficionado of Israel. Justin Cron uh, was a member uh, manager um, in Chicago for Promise Keepers. He is a member of Willow Creek Community Church and serves on the leadership advisory council. He is on the Lausanne consultation on Jewish evangelism at the North American Committee for someone who's linked to the pro-Palestinian Christian movement is on the LCJE, works with Arnold Fruchtenbaum, uh, Tavi Zersky and others, um, shows that <laughs> you know, there's, there's a real contradiction here. Um, now, getting on to the LCJ itself, um, they've got this highest accommodation and They've got this recommend. They recommend the reads to document Jewish evangelism that says, an introduction to the statement asserts that the recent years have witnessed a dramatic, unprecedented shift in Jewish and Christian relations. And they say, an unprecedented shift in Jewish and Christian relations. The transformation is attributed to Christians who no longer characterize Judaism as failed religion, or at best, a religion that's prepared the way to complete um, is complete in Christianity. It rightly maintains that the increased number of church bodies, both Roman Catholic and Protestants, have made public steps of their remorse about Christian mistreatment of Jews and Judaism. Um, I want to leave it there uh, for this week. Um, next week I'll be covering on the LCJ's promotion of ecumenism. Um, this is really getting interesting in terms of the, the developments and why, uh, how they've, you know, where they're up to today. Um, in terms of that, with respect to, um, you know. Um, the whole issue of ecumenism. Um, the reason why I want to cover on the LCJ and to answer the question initially, you know, we should be supporting guys who are good guys who are in compromised positions. Yes, Alfred Baum wrote a statement against Roman Catholicism, um, equating it to Jezebel, uh, the spirit Jezebel that's in the Catholic Church, but that was 10 years ago, that was in 2004. There's been nothing written uh, by Arnold since then as far If I'm wrong, do correct me. But as far as to my knowledge, um, since 2004, there's been no continuation of articles written against Rome by Alfred and Baum. And um, there's been no um, opposition to Rome by Daniel Nessem and many of us that run that within that group 
uh, Prayer for Israel. Uh, I know they're not part of the LCJ, but they're. If you go to the Worldwide Mission Fellowships website, they're part of that. They're LinkedIn. Um, they're absolutely involved. It's not guilt by association. It's guilt by participation. And the Worldwide Mission Fellowship is part of something called the Lambeth uh, Conference, which is Anglican. So we see that the main streams of ecumenism infiltrating within the messianic camp very quickly. And I don't think, um, I don't believe that the LCJ has a pulse. I don't think you can revive it. I believe that the LCJ is dead even before it started. Um, so, you know, I just, my prayer and my hope is that uh, the eyes of those who listen to us will be open and um, people will do more research themselves I don't want you to take my word for it but rather prove me wrong um, go out there and research this stuff uh, ask questions contact these people contact chosen people ministries due to Jesus Ariel ministries etc and ask them questions um, see what they say um, nine times out of ten they don't want to talk about it and they uh, remain silent on the issue but we must speak out we must keep asking them and um, this thing this whole mess needs to be exposed I'm not trying to pull down ministries I'm not trying to say these people are not believers but they are deceiving and they're misleading people many within the messianic camp so even though I hold to certain standards concerning uh, Israel, my support for Israel, but not to this extent. Um, it's not worth it. You know, and why would you sell? Why would you want to be a sellout to uh, Rome? Why would you want to sell yourself out to the ecumenical cause? Come out and be separate. Just want to say God bless you for listening. And please join us again next week for the third part of this uh, um, look into the, well, deeper look into the LCJ. God bless you, Maranatha.